Welcome to the Rebel Energy Podcast with me, your host, Jade Ellsbury. I'm a corporate dropout and multiple six-figure online business owner. My mission is to help you get out of the nine-to-five mindset and create a new narrative for moms working from home to gain more freedom, more income, and living your dream life by cultivating your own rebel energy. So grab a glass of wine, get comfy, and let's dig in. Hello, Rebel Energy listeners. I am so, so excited to have you all here with me on today's episode. And the topic that we're going to be covering today was one of the top five that you guys chose to share with me and my virtual assistant in the DMs of what you were currently struggling with. And I saved it because it's going to be the best, best for last. And it's one of the most important things that you can have as a business owner, and that is client experience. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh, the client, the customer's always right, okay? I honestly don't believe in that. (laughs) I do, however, believe in an amazing client experience. And it does go both ways, right? Like even if you are doing all the amazing things and you're in the business, but maybe your client's not because they, they aren't sure of the expectation, that's going to let them down for, you know, probably not so great client experience. And so I'm going to be walking you through how to make sure that the client experience, it's obviously a two-way street and what you can do and let your clients know what they can do to give them an amazing client experience. So get a glass of wine, get a pen, paper, maybe your notes tab on your cell phone. I don't care, but get ready to take some notes. Now, there are three parts to a client experience, and that's what they're experiencing even when you first connect with them before they're actually even a client. That interaction is actually what's going to make them become a client. So you've got pre-client phase, client phase, and the renewal, recurring, whatever you want to call it. And we don't want to say like post-client, right? Because if you're doing a good job and you have amazing client experience, you want to be able to keep them maybe for your next container, your next project, et cetera. So what we teach um, and what, you know, obviously I teach in all of my containers is having a heart-centered business. And I feel like that word gets thrown around so, so much. But basically what that means is not that, oh, you know, la-di-da, like you let your clients, you know, go do whatever. You don't handle objections. No, That means that you help them with where they're currently at. So how are you reaching out to them in the DMs? Are you automatically pitching, cold DMing them? Don't do that, right? Or are you actually building that relationship? So that's the pre-client. And again, that's what's going to make them become a client. I know for a lot of uh, our potential clients when we're talking to them in the DMs, they tell me, hey, I want to work with you because, you know, even I, I can't afford it right now, but I know I'm going to work with you in the future because you aren't cold DMing me or you actually care about your clients like I can tell or maybe the way that like you reach out to me, your marketing. Like these are all things, all feedback that I've actually gotten from people. Like I've been told you're doing great with your marketing and things like that. So it really does make a difference. We hear this all the time of no other VA coaches like has taken the time to get to know me or ask like, you know, what my goal is, or like giving me any free trainings or value pieces or blah, 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 blah. I hear that multiple times a week. And actually, 
it's mind-blowing to me that there's so many icky sales tactic things going on in the DMs, right? So number one, your, your outreach. Are they feeling comfortable with you when you first interact with them, that first impression? Now, the second phase is obviously the client. So that's, you know, are you doing a welcome? So I'm going to walk you through, and again, it's going to look a lot different, right? Because my business is going to look a lot different and it's set up with your VA business. But that doesn't mean that, you know, you can't like find your own way, your own strategy. So what it looks like for our clients, like let's just say when they join Rock Solid Academy, we give them a shout out. We actually, like, it's so funny. People that follow me actually call us like becoming sticky notification. And it like cracks me up because I'll like, you, you guys, if you guys follow me on Instagram, right? You've seen this at J Jessica Coaching. Go follow me on Instagram. But I always like do a sticky note shout out. And so, you know, I'll have them, I'll do that. And they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I'm officially, or I'm, I'm sticky note official is what they call it. And it just cracks me up. But again, they they know that. That's my, my onboarding. So we give them a shout out on Instagram stories. I also get them in the Facebook group, which guys, as a virtual assistant, you don't need a Facebook group for your clients. I promise you, it doesn't make any sense. Don't do it. But that's what I do for my clients because um, that's what makes sense. So when they get in the VIP Rock Solid Academy Facebook group, we always give them a shout out and welcome them. So it's kind of like their their intro to the group. And then obviously their co-coach makes them feel warm and welcome as well. So that's the onboarding process of the client experience. So making sure that they feel seen, heard, you know, do they have any questions, all of that. And actually, even when we get sales calls booked in, one thing I've started to implement now, since I'm not actually doing the sales calls 99% of the time, is when I see their RSA application come through and they book a call in, I go and send them a personal voice note. Again, all about the client experience. Like, hey, Shelly, I just saw your RSA application. We're so excited. Um, I, I point out some different things in the application, all that great stuff. So maybe you have someone that you've never talked to before in the DMs, right? You don't have that pre-client experience with them because they just found your link. So what I actually train my VAs to do is take two steps back and nurture them before the call. Hey, Shelly, I just saw you filled up my VA form, the link in my bio on Instagram. Thanks so much for taking the time to do that. You know, I saw that you were wanting to reach XYZ goal. Can you tell me a little bit about that? I just want to learn a little bit more about you so we can best utilize our 30 minutes together on our discovery call. And also, too, your no-show rate will go down if you do that because they're going to have that emotional relationship built with you. So even in RSA, people, we have people every day that go and fill the application I've never talked to them before. If you are ready to have rebel energy and launch your virtual assistant business, then head over to basictobookedout.com to get started. So number one, right? We want to make sure we have that relationship with them so they know more about me and my business and what I stand for before they get a call with my growth advisor. And then number two, if we've never talked to them before, that no-show with them, the percentage is me way more likely. Because then if we reach out to them, you know, via the Instagram um, account that they provided and we reach out to them, hey, we saw you fill the RC application and they don't respond back to us, there's a pretty good, you know, chance that they're not actually going to show up for the call anyways. So if they don't respond back to us and we've never talked to them before and they just went and filled the application, booked a call in, and they don't respond to us, we actually go and cancel the call say, hey, we kind of get a hold of you before the call. You know, we'd still love to chat with you. Send me, you know, respond back to this message so we can talk a little bit more. And once we do that, then we can rebook another call with you. So 
that's a really great way, way to let them know that you actually care about their business. You want to learn more about them. And also, too, it doesn't waste your time having that call booked in if they're just going to no-show anyways. Now, during your time together, right, like let's say they hired you to do DM and lead gen management, um, you know, there's different things that you can do for your client experience. And it's going to vary as well depending on what you're doing for them. So if you are doing, again, DM and lead gen, that's pretty straightforward. You aren't going to have to sit there and communicate with them, you know, multiple times every single day. Like you go in, you know exactly what you're doing. But if you're doing a big project for them, I mean, there's a lot of moving parts and pieces. What I would do and I would do virtual summits, I would actually give them, depending on like how many guest speakers they were going to have for the virtual summit, how far along they were, I would give them either daily end of the day reports like, hey, this is what I got done. This is where we're at with this person and this client and this and this guest speaker, or maybe every other day or maybe just an end of the week report. And again, you'll know that once you know the client and know the expectations. Now, again, having a heart-centered business doesn't mean that you're letting them walk all over you. So for example, one boundary that we have in Rock Salt Academy is that our coaches will respond back within a 24-hour period during the weekdays. And that's just like in case of an emergency, right? Like maybe their kids get sick or something like that. But when I bring my co-coaches onto the team, I let them know, hey, ideally, I would love it if you can check your Voxer twice a day. Like maybe, you know, once the first half of the day and then once um, the second half of the day. Now, do my coaches do that? Yeah. And, you know, sometimes too, depending on the client, where they're at, maybe that client's having a really bad day and they need a little bit more handholding. Maybe they'll check in with that client or, you know, check their Voxer messages like three times. But again, in our contract, we have it for 24 hours so that we, you know, we um, like have that expectation, like we will get back to you when we can. That way, if they do have a super crazy day, maybe where my co-coach has, you know, 10, 10 calls booked that day, maybe they're only going to check it once. But the expectation that I've set for them is that, you know, 90% of the time, you know, Monday through Friday, they are checking it two times a day. So it's really important for you as well when you first start, like when you onboard your client as a virtual assistant, you're walking through the expectations together. That way they're like, oh, they know exactly what to expect. Because for example, this is a, a example that my, one of my past business coaches did for me. And she told me that one of her clients that she started to work with, they worked with another coach before. And that coach had a much smaller client load. So when that new client started to work with my business coach, she had way different expectations. And that first business coach that she worked with would go and comment and like every single post, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. And so this client, when they started to work with my business coach, you know, they were like, well, you know, I, I don't feel supported. And she was super confused. She's like, I respond back in a timely manner. Like, can you give me a little bit more? And she's like, well, yeah, but you don't, you don't like or comment on my posts. And my coach was like, is commenting or liking your post going to get you more clients or get you better results that you're looking for? And her client goes, no. And she's like, okay, so that's not something I'm going to do because number one, I've got, you know, whatever, 20, 30, one-on-one clients that she was working with, but also two, it wasn't going to make an impact on her business, right? And so the expectations that the client had going into it was way different because she was working with a different coach. Same thing with you and your VA business. If you are working with maybe a new client to you, but they had a different VA, that VA, I guarantee you, did things differently. 
And so that's why it's so important to talk about expectations. So like, let's say maybe you're only going to check your Voxer with your one-on-one clients, you know, once every 24 hours. And they're like, hey, my other VA that I was working with would check it three times a day. Now, then, then, you know, maybe, maybe you do like say, hey, okay, awesome. Like, I totally understand. What if we compromise and do twice a day? Or you could maybe walk them through why that's really not necessary. Just like what my coach did with her client, right? It, her liking and commenting on her Instagram posts wasn't going to help her client get any more, you know, success that she was looking for, make more money, more clients or anything like that. And so walking her through that expectation then she could see, okay, like it was great, right? That that coach was doing that. I felt supported. But if it's not going to get me better results, I would rather spend, you know, that time doing X, Y, Z, maybe helping you create content or something different. So again, going into it with like clear expectations. I will respond within X amount of time. We will do maybe like one weekly call or maybe one monthly call. Again, depending on like what that client is looking for, what you're doing for them. And that way there's no confusion moving forward. I promise you guys, it may sound like way simple or silly, but that is one great thing that you can do for that amazing client experience. Now, the third phase of a client experience, you may be kind of like, who never thought about that. And honestly, as crazy as it sounds, in my client experience, this is where we actually are trying to kind of start to actually integrate it because we got phase one down great, right? We get great feedback. Everyone loves the way that we outreach, the way we nurture them. That's solid. Number two, client experience, making sure that they're leaving our programs, our containers, happy, getting the results that they want. We've got that check. And then this is the third and final part that I think a lot of business owners and even me as a brand new coach, just you don't think about, right? You always think of new clients, new clients, new clients. But if you had a 30% renewal rate, which again, right, my business is different. Don't, don't compare it to mine. But if you're doing a good job for your client, they're going to just want to keep continuing working with you as an online service provider, right? Whether you're doing projects, monthly containers, maybe a three-month or a six-month guaranteed contract, different things like that. If you're doing all these things, you're, you need to make sure too that like, you are doing a great client experience when your time together ends. Or obviously, if you're a virtual assistant, right, and you've locked them into a three-month, okay, awesome. So you need to make sure that they are aware of how they can continue to work with you. Because if here's the thing, guys. If they've invested money in you once, that just means that they're way more likely to invest in you again if they had a good client experience. So letting them know and kind of pre-framing how they can continue to work with you in what container. Maybe if they hired you for a three-month contract to do their social media management. Awesome. While you guys are working together, kind of pre-frame how you guys can continue to work together after that three-month period. So maybe right now you're just implementing a new process and system for their social media. Okay, but start to think about how you guys can continue to work together down the road. So say, hey, maybe you're only two months in your three-month contract. Hey, you know, I know our contract's going to be ending, but one thing I want you to start to think about is, you know, what you're wanting your goals to be or, you know, maybe the way that you're wanting your, your content to be or continue, like start to plant those seeds so they're already starting to think about what it's going to look like to continue to work with you moving forward once that contract's over. And that's exactly what we do in Rock Salt Academy as well too. So walking them through, okay, you can continue to work with your co-coach after Rock Academy. We can get more fine-tuned 
in your skill set, or maybe they want to join Skill Summit, they want to pivot into coaching, maybe they want to pivot into like an OBM role in their online business, et cetera. So it's really important that you are dreaming alongside with your clients and that they are aware how they can continue to work with you moving forward as well too. And again, I'm going to say it again, guys, if they've invested in you once, they're more than likely to invest in you again if they had a good client experience. And honestly too, it's just going to make it that much more easy. You're not going to have to work as hard like filling up your warm funnel if you're doing a great job and continuing to work with clients, getting them amazing results, right? Like that's why I tell my virtual assistants as well too. When we start RSA, we are filling up your warm lead funnel. Now that doesn't mean once you're fully booked out, you just quit doing all the things. Oh my gosh, heck no, which guys, that happens way too often. Don't put your VA business on the back burner, okay? But it means that maybe right now in your VA business, brand new VA, you're funneling in 50 new leads every single week. But once you get to um, being fully booked out or maybe just like one, you know, maybe you got like one five-hour slot open, you can then maybe, and again, everyone's is going to look different. I'm just throwing out random numbers here. But then maybe you can go down to like 20 to 25 new leads a week. You're not going to have to work as hard, right? And also too, that's great because you're almost fully booked out or fully booked out and you're going to be busy with client work. So it just doesn't make sense for you to keep filling in that bucket versus me as a coach, we do about 800 to 1,000 new leads every single month. And again, we have to do that because there's, you know, an end data in, in my first funnel in the Ascension letter that we have, which is Rock Salt Academy. And then, you know, if we can get maybe to in your coach in coaching business, if there's any coaches listening to a 50 to 70% renewal rate, that just means you're not going to have to do as much. So maybe if you're doing a thousand right now a month in your online coaching business, but you get to a 50% renewal rate, that means that you can cut back. Maybe you only need 500 new leads because you know consistently with your client experience that you have a 50% renewal rate. And again, it's just going to make it easier for you in your online business. So I wanted to break down the three different phases of that client experience and what that looks like for you as well. And in the next episode, we have Elise, who is a client experience expert that's going to get even deeper into it with you. So make sure that you're staying tuned for next week's episode as well to Rebels. So until next time, see you then. I hope that you enjoyed today's show. And if you did, then please hit subscribe. And remember, you are amazing, you are worthy, and you are capable. Until next time, Rebels.